0: This is a story from Ireland, and it's called The Leprechaun. Now, you might have heard of leprechauns. They're small little men, and they're cobblers, which means that they're shoemakers. They wear a leather apron, a little hat on their head, and they sit there tapping away, making shoes. And if you catch one, you must never take your eyes off it. But if you do catch one... You have to ask it for its crock of gold. Now, a crock is any kind of ceramic char. Um, It's where you get the name crockery from, for dishes, for plates and cups and saucers. So anything made out of pottery. And he would have a little pot that would be full of gold coins. That was his crock of gold. Now, there was a young man called Tom Fitzpatrick, and he was a farmer in Limerick. And it was Our Lady's Day, so a very important religious holiday for the people, and there was no work done on that day. And he was wandering along, and he was walking in the fields where the oats had been cut, but they were still needed to be bound up and into sheaves and built into stooks. And he thought, what a shame it was that no work could be done this day, when the season hadn't been very good. It had been a bit rainy and cold and wet, but now it was a nice day, and they could have been working, but, of course, they couldn't. So he was walking along, thinking this, when he heard a a sound in the distance, a a strange tap-tap-tap-tapping sound. He thought it was a bird at first, and he went over to have a look, and in a hedge he could hear the tap-tap-tap-tap-tapping coming. So he went over to the hedge, following the sound of the tapping, and he got to a point where he went up on his tiptoes and he looked down and inside the hedge there was a little man sitting, tapping away, on a shoe. He had a little cocked hat on his head and he had a leather apron hanging down in front of him. And next to him was a big pitcher. And he would stop every now and again and he would take a little wooden stool over to the side of his pitcher, and he would climb up on it, and he would reach down into the pitcher with a little tankard, and he would scoop out some of the contents, and then he would go back to his hammering, and he would drink away out of his tankard. Well, Tom knew that if he took his eyes off him just for a moment, then he would lose him. He would never see him again. "'So he stared at him just the way that a cat stares at a mouse "'when it's sneaking up on him, "'and he very carefully, very quietly moved towards the leprechaun. "'And when he was as near as he could get, "'he said to the leprechaun, "'God bless you today, what are you doing, "'and on such a hoary day as this?' "'Ah,' uh, he says, "'thank you for your blessing.' "'Ah, uh, well, I'm just making my shoes.' "'Well, why are you working on such a holy day as this, though?' He says, "'Well, that's my business,' said the leprechaun, "'and none of yours.' "'What's in that pitcher they've got alongside you?' asked Tom. "'Well,' he said, "'that's beer,' said the leprechaun, "'and it's very fine beer.' "'Where did you get it from?' he said. "'Well, I made it myself,' said the leprechaun. "'And do you know where I made it from?' "'Well, but malted barley,' said Tom. "'Ha! "'Show us all you know,' said the leprechaun. "'I made it from heather. "'Heather ale.' "'Heather ale? "'Never heard of that before. you have heard of the Vikings.' Oh, yeah, I'd heard of the Vikings. Well, the Vikings brought the secret of making heather ale into Ireland, and my family learnt the recipe from them a long, long time ago, and we still make it. Hmm, I'd like to have a taste of that. Well, I dare say you could, he said, but I don't know why you're here, bothering a nice, simple, honest wee man Going about his trade when you should be minding your animals and your crop. Look over there, he said. Your cows are in the corn. Well, Tom was just about to look round to see, and then he remembered, Ah, no, if I take my eyes off that leprechaun, I will never see him again. So he ignored what the leprechaun said, which was only a trick, anyway. And he kept staring at him, and he thought, I had better get hold of him. If I don't have a hold of him, I've got no hope of getting his crock of gold. So he sprang forward and grabbed the little man in his hand, and as he did so, he knocked over the little pitcher of beer, and it spilt on the ground. So he never got to taste it. Well, he said, "Now, I'd like to—I'd like you to give me your crock of gold." oh it's my gold you're after said the leprechaun yes it is said tom i would like your crock of gold oh well i could do that i suppose but it's not here you don't think i would go around carrying gold with me now do you no no i have it hidden but i'll take you there Ah, you do that, he said. Now, Tom had the leprechaun in his hand, but he still stared at it. He wouldn't take his eyes off it for a moment. He knew that it would be gone. Well, off he went. The leprechaun gave him directions, and it seemed to Tom that the leprechaun was leading him round and round in circles and all over the place. He was taking him through hedges and over ditches and up hills and down dales and around and around they went through the most awkward places the worst places to walk but tom never took his eyes off that leprechaun and eventually they came to a field a great big field about 40 acres that's a big field that's a lot of land and that field was absolutely full of ragwort. It's a, a weed that's um, about 18 inches tall or so and covered with yellow flowers. Well, the leprechaun led Tom to a big clump of this ragwort and he said, There you go. "'If you dig underneath that ragwort, you will get your gold.' "'Well, thank you,' said Tom. "'And now,' said the leprechaun, "'I suppose you won't be needing me any more?' "'No, no, indeed,' said Tom. "'No, I, I won't.' "'Well, I'll be bidding you good day, then,' said the leprechaun. "'Good day to you, and may God bless you, "'and bring you luck in the future.' "'Well,' said the leprechaun, Uh, For all the luck that you'll get from what you'll find there, (laughs) all the best to you, too. And with that, Tom took his eyes off the leprechaun, and the leprechaun vanished. Now the problem was, this clump of ragwort looked very much like the clump of ragwort next to it, and the clump of ragwort next to that, and the one next to that, and the one next to that. The field was covered with the things. There was no way that he could ever find one ragwort among all those countless thousands that was in that big, huge field. But Tom was smart. He had a garter tied around his leg. Now, this was to stop, although dust and rubbish from going up your trouser leg when you were working in the fields and also the mice as well in case they tried to run up your trouser leg he had a little a little garter tied around below his knee and it was made of red material and so he untied this red garter and he tied it around the ragwort so that it was obvious which ragwort had the gold underneath it and then he laughed congratulated himself on his cleverness and he ran home as fast as he could to get a spade now he got home he got the spade he ran back to that field as fast as he could but when he got to the field he stopped dead in his tracks and his mouth hung open in amazement because there in the field, with all those thousands of ragwords, every single one of them had a red garter tied to them, and it was identical to the one that Tom had. And there was no way he was ever going to be able to dig up that whole field of ragwort to look for the crocker gold. So he knew that he had been bested. He had been tricked by the leprechaun, and he turned around and went home, and he cursed under his breath for that leprechaun and the fact that it had outsmarted him. But the leprechaun, ha, he just went back to mending his shoe and laughed at the boy and kept his crock of gold to himself.'